Endure and survive, and welcome everybody to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. In this episode, we're going to give you our review for The Last of Us, episode four, now streaming on HBO Max. Uh, if you guys are new to the channel, please remember to like and share it. It'll greatly help us out, and also check out our other playlists as well. We got plenty of Last of Us reviews and stuff like that. Dylan, man, this show is so good. It's such a faithful <laughs> adaptation. Uh, let's just get right to it. So, what are your thoughts? Hit after hit, man. That's what I got to say about this show. It doesn't disappoint. Um, yeah, episode four uh, was another great episode. It was a bit shorter than the previous three. Um, but I definitely love the acting in this episode. I think uh, Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal just have such a great chemistry on screen. Like, it's very noticeable. Um, and uh, I'm not much of a connoisseur in the game, but I know you'll probably touch on some of the little Easter eggs that they, they pick up on the show. But what were your thoughts on episode four? Oh, I think that I, I finally we get to see Joel and Ellie really interact with each other. They had a lot of time alone. And I think Joel's hard exterior is peeling away slowly. I think he has a problem. You see, I think I think he thinks that he has to be that guy all the time. Um, even before the outbreak and he kind of controlled Tommy a little bit like he was the more dominant person there and I think that side where he could kind of let go and those intimate moments I think when they let that shine it's really beautiful and I can't wait to see uh, more of that and I think Ellie uh, Bella Ramsey again she acts phenomenally here I know a lot of people are on the fence about her sometimes I think she's given an authentic portrayal for Ellie and uh, that joke book I was like, <laughs> when I saw that, man, that was so cool. And the same jokes, algebra. Oh, my God. I loved it. Uh, but give me more of your thoughts. Yeah, no, that was awesome. I, I love like just her like fucking with Joe every moment she can. Right. It's like it's like she she had so much heart and so much humor to this very because, you know, Joel is a very like depressed character. And it's like she, like how like she tries to lighten the mood sometimes. Um, so even in like this very depressed world, like you can still like you know, find a grain of like humanity or, you know, happiness in it just from these, these stupid jokes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love, I just love, well, that first beginning scene, um, with them just like traveling, um, well, first they, they changed the location. So in the game, I think it was like Pennsylvania, yeah, or, Pittsburgh. but he, Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. And then, uh, in the show, uh, they said they shot Kansas city. I love the location shots. I thought like the wide angle, they must have used like IMAX cameras or yeah. some shit. Cause I loved just seeing like the the bridge shots and just like the town, even like you could just tell it looks so natural on screen. It looks like this this world like really decayed over time. I would say much better than how Walking Dead did it. Um, but yeah, so they they're kind of like you know camping out and they're kind of just like bonding, right? And it, it it's just so cool to see like how like I don't know, like I was talking earlier how about like you know Bella Ramsey or. Uh, Ellie's like her character like she's so naive to this world but she kind of like picks up little things and like Joel kind of like you know um gives like his own little history on little things and then the, there was a scene where I, I do remember from watching a clip of the game where like she actually shows the cassette tape mm -hmm. and uh he's they actually like share like a moment where like he, they're playing music and then they they see like a porno magazine it was so mm -hmm. funny um but yeah what else did you think of the, the first 
a half of the episode. Well, I'm also glad because we get to see the car crash. So they encountered an ambush. This happened in the game, of course. Um, and it reminded me a lot of... I know the game, actually, this reminded me of that in the game as well, um, where the beginning scene where they were in a truck and Sarah and there was this people trying to ask for help and they passed by. And Joel, he had the instinct to not trust that and just keep going. Somebody will come along. Right. And I think it's so interesting how life goes full circle and Joel and Tess came along to help Ellie. But it's also a showcase of the instinct that Joel has that... I think he's very cunning that that for some reason, even if Tommy encountered and was and been through Desert Storm, Joel still, I think, has more of a killer instinct than Tommy does. And he's been on both sides of war um, and he hasn't even gone to an actual war. So I think that's really interesting. And I think the whole encounter with them shooting at Joel and Ellie was really cool. Um, uh, you know, obviously in a game, it was a lot more big. Uh, here was was, I think claustrophobic I, I had a sense of claustrophobic um and it was really loud and it was really intense and i just like how they shot that a lot um and i think we also finally got to see ellie defend joel for the first time and shoot that person i think that person's name the showrunner said his name was jerry or bob or something like that i don't know why <laughs> that's just a fun tidbit um but i love how ellie and that dynamic where it was the aftermath where that guy was begging for his life, it was very ugly, right? And violence is very ugly. And I love how authentic they did that. Um, and I love how Ellie, she's a young girl. She has a little bit of something inside of her, kind of like Joel. She's very strong and she kind of has that, that instinct as well. But I felt like in that dynamic, it was interesting where she said, I have to be weak right now and I have to leave to let Joel take care of business and kill that man. And I love how realistic it was that Joel used a knife instead of a bullet because, you know, everything is scarce. Let me get your thoughts on that whole scene, because I felt like that whole scene was really impactful. Yeah, well, I mean, we said in the last episode that she was probably going to use the gun, right, to save Joel eventually, right? Um, and it turned it out in this episode that she did. And I loved how they did it. You know, as soon as, you know, that guy like surprised Joe, I was like, oh, this is probably where they're going to show Ellie stepping up and using the gun and becoming uh, like this is like a stepping point for her character. Right. And I agree. It, it like it was interesting because at first, like she uh, kind of was like not trusting Joel a bit because like she was like, are you going to help this guy? And he's like, no. And then it was kind of like she thought she was an or he was an asshole. And then when she realizes that this is a trap and this is like they're in danger, then she's like, okay, well, now I have to trust Joel and now I have to, you know, step up and show that I'm a survivalist, right? So I like that scene because Bella Ramsey conveyed so many emotions. And in that one scene, it was like fear and then empathy and then courage. So I, th I think she did a really great job uh, in that performance. And then, yeah, when she actually, uh, even though she didn't kill, I think his name is Brian, that, that one guy, um, she lets uh, Joel, you know, do the final act, right? Because now she fully trusts him. So I really loved how they did that scene. Right, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And then, of course, they're on the run now. Um, I, it kind of sucks that Joel ditched his backpack, too. I was like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> I forgot if in, later in the trailers or something, that, did he keep his backpack? I don't know. I hope that mm -hmm. somehow he gets to retrieve that backpack. Well, remember, um, he's a survivalist. So it's like yeah. if you have to if you're on the run, you have to you carry light. Right? It's realistic. Yeah, it's authentic. Mm -hmm. And anyway, her backpack, I think, is more iconic, too. So she kept mm -hmm. hers. Um, 
But then we are introduced to this new group of survivors led by Kathleen, played by Melanie Linsky. Um, and we also get to see Perry, played by Jeffrey Pierce. Oh, my God. The voice of Tommy. He kind of <laughs> uh. sounds like him. <laughs> he kind of looks like my dad, too, which is funny. Um, so let me get your thoughts on, on these new characters. It's very different from the game, too. Yeah, so this this uh, faction is like very like ruthless. At first, I thought they were like Fedra or like the Fireflies mm. or something, but apparently they're a new faction. Um, yeah, that first scene with Kathleen, I think, pretty much spoke about her character. Right, she is obviously on a quest for vengeance um, because her brother died at um, the hands of Henry, who we'll probably elaborate on later. Um, and she's interrogating uh, the doctor that actually like. Uh, help deliver her right and i thought that was such a powerful scene um it really shows like how cold and ruthless some of these characters in this world have become she actually reminded me so much of um i don't know if anyone remembers dawn from the walking dead that policewoman she kind of like reminded me of that character but um (laughs) right annoying but like she thinks she has like control over this like faction um and yeah, yeah that was cool and then She's kind of like on this uh, quest to find uh, Henry. So why don't you elaborate on that a bit? Yeah, so definitely different from the game. In the game, uh, Henry and Sam, uh, they're brothers. And they kind of have a similar, not similar relationship to Joe and Ellie, but they're brothers, right? Henry's taking care of his brother. And they're in this city where they're on the run from the hunters. So here it seems that Kathleen, is a, she was the head of this revolution. And, and they killed all off the members of Fedra. And now they've taken over. And I think it's really realistic, too, because a lot of revolutions, uh, the people that take over... Uh, usually are bad too so it's like it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same shit different smell Um, and yeah she is cold um, and I I don't know if they're gonna approach it the way how they did in the game where Henry and Sam direct Joel and Ellie to safety later on I think they're gonna play it out a little bit differently to make sense for the TV Um, but and I also want to know what's going on underneath because they went to like a sub level or something and we get to see mm-hmm. something moving obviously a bloater my goodness i can't wait to see the bloater um but i think also she's interesting i think i don't know how much we'll see of her but i think that she's a very dynamic character to say the least because she kind of knows that she needs to have this greater purpose and she kind of has to kill a part of herself, the softer side. Mm-hmm. You you killed the man that delivered you. Um, and it kind of reminds me of Kylo Ren where he needs to like kill off the right. past in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how much, thing, I don't know how much they're actually going to do with that. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes the last of us game felt some sort of like this anthology. You met all these characters, but then they went away. So I kind of like how they're setting up the show to kind of be like that. And we could see spinoffs mm-hmm. um, later on. Um, yeah, it kind of feels like she's serving as like their first antagonist in a way. I mean, obviously yeah. the infected are you know the main problem, but they're kind of like a force of nature, right? Right. The, in, in Apocalypse games, the people are the real villains, right? So I feel like mm-hmm. she's like the first like real villain that they'll encounter in the show. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think Neil Druckmann said that he said once that he loves to 
deep dive into the antagonist and kind of try to humanize them. And I think those make that type of technique. You always come out with the best villains. And so I appreciate that because Joel, in a sense, is a villain as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Ellie asked him, um, have you killed innocent people? And he refused to answer. Um, And I think that will play really well with The Last of Us season two if they adapt part two i I don't know what's Mm -hmm. really going on with that but anyway so yeah joel and ellie make their way into this high rise and they're going up about 35 uh floors um and they finally get to relax they get to chill sleep right and i love this moment because this moment reminded me of the concept art it's a very famous concept art from the last of us where it shows joel and ellie in a campfire and they're just laughing with each other and Mm -hmm. Ellie says, uh, "Did you something like? Did you know diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes. Yeah, yeah. it runs in your genes." <laughs> and Joel laughs. They both laugh, right? And it's the first time we get to see Joel let down his guard and actually be a human instead of this protector. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to get that way because he's going to have a daughter and father bond with her eventually um but unfortunately they went to bed and were awakened by henry and sam which was (laughs) awesome so let me get your thoughts on that whole thing well i thought that was kind of a beautiful moment um and yeah it definitely shows like joel's like humanity like because they're going to be on this road for like a long time so eventually he's gonna have to like let his guard down at some point but i just i love the little banter between them it's so like i don't know very like like familial and Mm -hmm. like just like the little like you know shits and giggles that like they throw at each other like oh where would you be without me and he's like wyoming i thought that was like funny um but yeah and then so they're um they're awakened by i assume that's uh henry yeah Henry. yeah so they're they're held at gunpoint um yeah that was actually a shock to me um so now I'm wondering, like, will they team up against Kathleen? What do you uh, expect we'll see for next episode? Yeah. So in the game, they went. They Henry knew a place to escape from the city, at least, and they had to go uh, past this bridge, um, and it led to us, you know, the sewers, and then after that, it led to the suburbs, and then something happens. Um, so I think they're gonna kind of go down the same path. I think it's kind of like this thing where basically Joel and Ellie um, they were at the same spot where Henry and Sam were trying to get away from everybody else right that's their den and probably they're going to have a conversation and they're going to try to escape and and something's going to happen with the bloater right you had a great theory why don't you tell us that theory because I think that's what's going to happen yeah I was thinking like maybe so probably Kathleen will either catch up with them or henry and probably they'll probably be like you know like an execution kind of thing where they're about to kill him and then maybe that's when the bloater actually like exposes itself and then that's how they escape right yeah Uh, i don't know too much about how it was in the game so that's just my prediction but what do you think about it and i think that's gonna happen but i think that crater that's left from when the bloater escapes and then there's also some infected down there um I think that's the sewers and I think that's when Joel and um, and uh, the whole group will escape through there and they'll find their way to I, I don't know if they're going to do the whole antenna thing. People who played the game know about the antenna. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. Maybe it's just going to go straight to the suburbs and then boom. But anyway, that that's the same thing. Anyway, the antenna is at the suburbs. So I don't know if they're going to even do the whole suburbs thing at all. I don't know. Um, but that seems the most likely case. Um, 
So yeah, this was a really wonderful episode. It was a really short episode too. Um, I heard next episode is short. And guys, remember, next episode is going to be Friday because this week is the Super Bowl, the Sunday. Um, so Ooh. do you have any th- uh, final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, I mean, overall great episode. Like I said, uh, beat by beat, they've they've been hitting. And um, I just love the acting in this episode. I think it really uh, showed their characters so well. And I love just even like those little intimate moments like Joel, like training Ellie, like how to use a gun. Uh, also, I think that oh. gun was uh, different from the game because I think she's using like a Beretta 70 or something. And then the game was different. But it, it's really cool to see like how like in the beginning she was like kind of like playing with like a toy. But now she's taking it seriously, right? Because now she's kind of adopting this survivalist uh, persona, right? Now it's it, it's she's not a kid anymore, right? She's beyond that, right? And her, like I said before, like her innocence is gone now. Now she kind of has to be like Joel where she has to kind of be this cold emotionless character where she has to put her and joel first before uh, anybody else but overall great episode man cinematography was great the music you know in the backgrounds like when they would play like the cassette i thought that was really well done uh everything was shot so smoothly but um yeah for me this episode gets 9 out of 10 yeah i for me this episode gets a 10 out of 10 i love this episode i also love that the same thing which you mentioned about the gun i think that shows that yeah she's gonna go in survivalist mode but also she's gonna she likes to be a little bit bad she kind of likes that she's similar to joel there's something about that there's that fire inside of her and it smells good right she smelled her gun and and she can't wait (laughs) to encounter more um but unfortunately that's a heartfelt and and bloody path that she will encounter later on but everybody yeah that is our review on episode four of the last of us again guys please remember to like and share it'll greatly help us out i know that we've been exclusively doing the last of us reviews but we do have a couple of other videos in mind that we want to do pretty soon um and also this month is ant-man and the wasp quantumania we're going to do a review for that and also creed 3 around next month or so uh but yeah dylan please take us away yeah thank you guys for supporting us every episode uh everything helps the channel like share subscribe anything helps Uh, of course we're on youtube but you can also check us on anchor apple Podcasts, and spotify as well of course you can also check us on instagram tiktok and facebook we post clips of our episodes every day um yeah we have a lot of content planned obviously big things are coming up this month uh we're planning to get a couple guests on the podcast as well and uh we have a cool revisited episode that we're working on i'm so hyped to work on it But yeah, thank you guys again. And until then, endure and survive. Endure and survive. See you guys.